0: Hi, it's Neil Cavado here with episode 220 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people. Now, I'll be with you every step of the way as you start grow, and love your tutoring business whilst hopefully helping you stay sane and have a lot more fun in the process. I try to keep things as simple as possible, so don't expect any jargon, don't expect any buzzwords or any BS. Because i want to get straight to the bottom line is i want to help you make more money so you can make more of a difference to your clients right let's get on with it now in today's episode i want to be talking about a very hot topic at the moment inflation i've been hearing it all over the place like it's a big scare animal ready to gobble up your savings and it is but what actually is inflation In a nutshell, inflation is the rate of increase in prices over a given period of time. Generally, this is a a fairly broad measure, such as the overall increase in prices in a basket of items and staples, or the increase in the cost of living in a country. Now, generally speaking, governments and central banks aim to control inflation but they're often the greatest causes of it. For example, when the money of edits, for example, when the supply of money outpaces economic growth. So quantitative easing after the financial crisis, 2008, 2009, where vast quantities of fiat currency were dumped into the economy. Really helped to nudge inflation along. But is inflation all good or is it all bad? And as is so often the case in finance and business, that depends. If you have cash deposit savings that are not keeping ahead of inflation, in terms of the interest they're earning, then the real world buying power of your savings reduces every single day. Inflation is bad news for savers. And the higher the rate of inflation, the worse it is. This leads to glib little phrases like cash is trash. I remember back in the, the mid-90s, I was in the Ukraine working where inflation was going crazy. It was called hyperinflation. On the very first day of my stay, a US dollar was worth around about 1,100 Ukrainian all sending or coupons, the local currency. Two and a half years later, That self-same US dollar was worth over 1.7 million coupons. All the savings of the people that had their deposits held in local currency became virtually worthless over that two and a half year period. It's Absolutely tragic. But there's a flip side to inflation. Suppose you had debt in that same evaporating currency. As an example, let's say that in 1993 you owed $100,000, but it was held as a debt in Ukrainian coupons. That would have been 110 million coupons. By the time 1995 came around, that 110 million coupons of debt wouldn't be worth 100 grand anymore. The value of the debt would have plummeted too. Wait for it. Give me a drum roll. $64.71. That's astonishing. It's frightening. In accountancy, we have an idea called the rule of 72, which is a really nice, quick and dirty way to estimate how long an investment will take to double in value. All you do is divide the number 72 by the rate of interest you're going to earn the number you get is the number of years your investment will take to double in value so for instance at an interest rate of 5% it'll take 72 divided by 5 years for your investment to double in value so in 14 years it'll double the value at 7% though it'll take just 10.28 years to double taking that same 72 divided by 7 equation. Inflation also works this way. If you divide 72 by the rate of inflation, and that's how long it will take the buying power of your money to reduce by 50%, by the value of your money to halve. The value of any debt you have will also halve in value. So think about that. If that debt's financing income producing assets, then you're pretty reasonably protected from inflation. And the longer you hold the debt for, the less it's going to be worth due to the greater compounding effect of inflation. And this raises the question of borrowing today money to purchase income producing assets and ultimately paying the debt off with future money which is going to be worth a great deal less than your today money. So if I owe a million pounds on mortgages in my property portfolio, great. In 10 years time, that debt will be worth about half that amount. In 20 years, it'll be worth just a quarter. Meanwhile, inflation will most probably push up the value of the hard assets owned so for instance houses it also means that rents will go up add that to the increasing capital value of the properties and inflation is actually working for the investor so as an investor and a business person i like inflation as a private individual i dislike it a great deal And in conclusion, what I want to say is there are always three sides to everything. So it's wise to educate yourself in matters of money and get at least a basic understanding of finance and economics. Because if you don't, you don't know the rules of the game. Financial ignorance is no strategy at all. Whatever's going on in the economy, know the game. Know the rules of the game and you stand a chance of If not winning it, then at least not being utterly destroyed by the game. It's on you. What are you going to do? As always, I hope this podcast has been some help and it's got you thinking. If it has, I'd love to hear from you. Your trials, your challenges, your trials, your failures, your victories. I'm here to learn as well as to share what I have come to understand. So please let me know what you think. Email me at info at neilcamado.com and of course you can find me on Twitter where I'm at Tudor Podcast. If you haven't already subscribed to the Tudor Podcast, please do that now and you'll get all the updates and all the tips that I can get out there to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business the same way I've been growing and loving mine for the last 23 years. Until next time then, have a fabulous day.